Holy shit. I've, I'm Chris Jeppa. I've grown a large beard. I've been in a cave <laughs> all this time. Uh, oh yeah, I'm Katie Nordgren. And I'm yes, in you are. jolly old England. You're in jolly old England. It's, it's like 545 right now and you're having wine. And It's, it's not fucking jolly here right now, my dude. No. <laughs> it is 945 here in Vancouver, Canada and I'm drinking tea out of a mug that says, don't talk to me until my death's avenged. So, so I have to wait you for won't... you to die, and then I have to avenge your death. That's that's a lot to take in. Well, it might not be. You might have to wait that long, Katie. No, I'm... <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of gallows humor right now. Hey, I kind of living for it, but I might be dying for it. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. <laughs> anyway, it's April Fool's Day. This is not a joke. This is not a prank. We just decided that we wanted to relaunch the podcast because. We miss everybody. <laughs> I miss people uh, and things and and places and uh, activities. Yeah. Uh, this, of course, is not going to be coming out on April 1st. Could you imagine if we got this, like, stitched together and uploaded, like, in oh, the I same Oh, I was planning day? to. I've wow, got, like, a okay, whole, little I've ambition. Got, like, a whole day on you, yeah. <laughs> you do. It's true. Uh, but it won't be April 1st for me, anyway. Because mm. at that point, I will have been well into the box wine, and hopefully I will have passed out. And it'll yeah. be nature's mercy. <laughs> nature's mercy. Well, we can only hope that you sleep properly. So I've been, you know what? Here, we got to do an update because yeah. it's been a long time. It's been a while. Um, oh and uh, I've been sleeping like a baby since I moved to England, except for the last week since, you know, everything yes. kind of hit. Uh, in the before times, it was... Uh, it was beautiful. I would sleep nine to ten hours a day. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm staying up to like three o'clock in the morning going, should I be on an evacuation flight? Is that a yeah. thing I should be doing? I'm I'm concerned, but I still also think that it's probably safer for you to stay in your nice little capsule in Norfolk. It is not time rather. to leave the capsule. I do not dare. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Major Tom, stay home. Major Tom... <laughs> Stay in your fucking tin can, my little dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... It's, uh... I don't know. I just... Oh. I mean, we were not planning to, like, redo... Not redo. We weren't planning to release new episodes of the podcast that are supposed to give people advice on things to do in this time. This is not an advice podcast. No. Oh, my God, no. That's more of a, hey, we like to connect with each other, and we've been chatting basically even, you know, since you moved to England, which was how many months ago... <laughs> so, sorry, we, uh, for, for the listener, we are on video chat and I've just unveiled my Weed Limit 69 tank top because, I don't know, talking on, on Google Hangouts makes me very sweaty. So I had to take my, <laughs> had to take my jumper off. Your jumper? Would you like to borrow um, my jumper, Bowie? How long have you been in England, Katie? Mm. Since like last September? Uh, yeah, just, uh, it's going to be seven months in a few days, I want to say. I got here on the... 5th of September and yeah like I have no idea how time has been passing for the last mm-hmm. few weeks and months it's just 
it's very, it's very unprecedented. You know, I can't say anything about this that nobody else has already said, but yeah, I, I just like time. March was a thousand years long. February was five seconds. Uh, January was like pretty long. Uh, but you know, the previous months just like whizzed by so quickly. I was having such a fun time with school and then old man coronavirus had to come in and, uh, say, mm -mm -mm -mm. nope, no more of that for you. You're going to talk yeah. to people on webcams now all the time. And that's just how everybody is doing it. This is not just happening to me. Well, I so felt it's a like lot easier it was to bear. Of, it was kind of funny because we've been just chatting via messenger and all that kind of stuff for since you've been in England. Mm -hmm. And so this doesn't feel like all that abnormal for us to be communicating remotely. No. But we thought we'd do the podcast a little bit more so that other people could, uh, a lot of people said, hey, we miss it, and it's something to listen to, and you have some friends on in your ears. Exactly. Uh, so that we could actually connect with people a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, if, if it's just like three or four people listening, then that's still kind of worth doing, because otherwise... <laughs> I don't know, you know, I'm just, I'm taking any opportunity for connection right now. I, I hate video chats and I'm doing them multiple times a day uh, because if <laughs> I didn't, I would be about as alone as it possibly gets. Like I could, I, I feel kind of like I'm, I'm Walden or whatever. I don't even know what the book is, but uh, uh, you know, the one with the, the guy who's like, I'm going to go live in a cabin and oh, it's oh, so nice to live in a cabin, but my my mommy is going to do my laundry for me still. <laughs> That's exactly the reference I was going to make. I am I, trying desperately to remember anything else about it. W.H. Auden? No. is that No, that's a gay poet. I, I, there are literature people screaming right now. They don't even know why. <laughs> They're just upset. They're like, something is very wrong. Anyway, all I know is that John Mulaney played him in the Emily Dickinson miniseries. <laughs> I need to watch this. John Mulaney was in that. Oh my god, you haven't seen Dickinson? Is it the new one? Like the yeah, new it's the one with one? the chick from uh, from True Grit playing Emily Dickinson. Dude, there's like, uh, there's like lesbian fingering to Mitski songs in that show. It is. Oh my goodness. Bananas. It is wild. And I was just like, hey, it's the little child from True. Oh, she's a lesbian poet now. That's cool. I'm that's so nice. cool for her. A nice. <laughs> and then very nice. Oh god. <laughs> oh, you regressed to Borat. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In, uh, in my village, people stay in flat. So, for the listeners that uh, don't know every excruciating detail of our lives already, um, do you want to give a tiny little recap of like why you moved to England? Why are you suddenly oh. there? Uh, yeah, so sudden. Um, I applied to a number of different. Uh, UK postgraduate programs back in, I guess, around like January, February of 2019. And by April, I had been accepted to all of them. No big deal. It's like pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but grad school was just, I truly did not know what to do with my life. Uh, I felt very stuck. Um, and I'm privileged, so I thought, why don't I take money and throw that at the problem? Uh, and I just like <laughs> I'm sad. Spend money about truth, it. Truth, <laughs> truth be told, uh, even working in academia, I still wanted more academia, um, and I wanted to try a different environment. So I thought England might be really fun. And you know, for the first four or five months, it was incredible. Like I, I've what been attending. You? Oh, sorry, I've, I, I uh, accepted my offer to study script writing at the University of East Anglia, which is in Norwich in the east of England. 
Um, it's like England's little, uh, like hip fat, like saddlebag kind of area. <laughs> I would handles. say, uh, yeah, it used to be the wool capital of England. It was the secondary capital back in the, uh, back in the middle ages. And now it's a UNESCO city of literature. And so I guess it makes sense that there's like a fairly world renowned creative writing program here. So that's why I moved. Um, and I also just like, I really needed a taste of independence. I wanted to try living alone for a little while cause I had never done that. And it turns out um, that's a monkey's paw wish. Oh, shit. I was like, I want to see what it's like to be alone for a little while. And the universe was just like, oh. You did this, Katie. I did all, this. Just you all by yourself. I did coronavirus. I did. I did all of this. Uh, I did it. It was me. I did it. Come get me. Who? And the CDC. Um, and other health organizations that I don't know the acronyms for, the NHS. I think those are the ones. Those are the ones. <laughs> yeah, those are the big those boys. Are the important ones. Uh, yeah, I am. Um... So you know, it's been a really cool experience so far. I'm getting a lot of writing done. I've met some amazing people. The folks in my program are incredible. I can genuinely say that I have a deep and abiding love for everybody who is in my cohort, and that's saying a lot because I mean, some of them are very annoying, but I also love them so much. <laughs> Like, I, I don't actually mean that they're annoying. It's just everybody has their own little person. Like, we all have a personality. You know, we're all kind of like indoor kids who've been let loose and allowed to bloom and become exactly what we always feared Aww. we would be. Uh, so, yeah, I just, I really miss workshopping in person with them. It's, we still kind of try to do it on Zoom and stuff, but it's it's not quite the same, you know? It's, uh, it's the same same song everyone's singing, right? Like, it's kind of a bummer, but I, it's hard not to take it. It's not personal, but, you know, like, it's it's hard not to feel a little hard done by to well, yeah, be like, like yeah I'm gonna do the thing that I've always wanted to do and be independent and learn how to take care of myself and learn how to write and like pretend like I'm actually gonna do that as an industry thing and uh, and the earth is just like hmm no oh, man. no it's you like... can you can think about whether or not you want to go home and like live in your parents basement for two weeks while you make sure you don't have a horrible disease uh. <laughs> it's not great, but like I, I think I've had a pretty fucking good attitude about it. If I could, if I could just toot my own horn, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird the the speed the patterns you get into when you're just by yourself all day and you talk to yourself and you're just like I'm so funny. I love me. <laughs> well, I love you too. I love so you. It works out. That's good. It's it like a real love fest. Uh, yeah, so here I am. Um, Tessa and I split up, which is an update, uh, and it's sad, but I still love her. She's my family forever. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's part of me being here and part of me being like, well, I don't know when I should head home because, you know, she's got some people living with her right now. So it's like real full house. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't feel like abandoned or anything. I'm just kind of like, I just want to ride this out here as long as I can, kind of. And maybe that's very stupid. But it also feels a little responsible to not travel internationally at the moment. I think so. Because basically, you know, according to good old provincial health officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry, like... Everybody loves Bonnie Henry so much. She's, she's so calm. It's My very dad nice. is in love with Bonnie Henry. <laughs> Watch out, Brenda. He loves a strong, competent woman. What can he, I say? He loves a boss bitch. But, uh, you know, you'd have to quarantine yourself automatically. They wouldn't even test you for anything. You just have to, like, You just stay have to there. quarantine. You don't know. have to quarantine. 
Yeah, exactly. And, like, things are... She's expecting things to clear up by the summer. Uh, yeah. Well, I so. mean, when she said June, a lot of people that I know were talking on Facebook and being like, oh, my God, I don't think I can handle that. But I also, like, a couple of days before, I'd heard um, Michael Gove, who's a twat. Uh, that's how I talk now. I'm British. <laughs> Michael, Gove's, British. Uh, Michael Gove's a twat, isn't he? <laughs> uh, he's just a posh... He's a posh bitch. Uh, he's like, eh, you know, very well, my last six months, in fact. So and it's like, don't really want to be here until September if I can't see other human people. Yeah. So it's it's like, is there going to be a dip kind of in the middle where not travel's not going to be encouraged, but it might just be a little bit easier than it is right That's now for I me to get home. There might be a, a window in like June or July. Yeah, I'm hoping to get home kind of end of May right now is my oh, is okay. my desire. Uh, end of May, start of June is kind of how I'm feeling because I'm, wow. I'm sort of thinking like I really would like to be home for the summer and done quarantine if it's going to be sunny so I could at least go outside, you know, like and take a car yeah. somewhere. I haven't driven a car in seven months. That's a very That's weird insane. feeling. It's a, I have, I've barely been in a car in the last seven months. And you're like, one of I've those in, gays that can drive. I am a gay that can drive, okay? So it's I can like a wasted resource. Drive. <laughs> I can't drive stick, though, so it's just as good as I as I don't have a driver's license at all here. The people are like, yeah. oh, you can't drive stick. You're not a British. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just very bad at doing accents, and I insist upon doing them. Do you do them to other British people's face? Only when I'm drunk, and it is very funny to them. Oh, good. Uh, but they also really like Canadian accents, so sometimes it just, yes. like, it gets encouraged, so I, I do You're just... dip into it a little bit extra. Like, I definitely started saying a boot, <laughs> which is not really even it's something like... people do except on the East Coast, but I was just, like, when I talk really fast, it turns out I'm a newfie. It's like you left Canada and you just absorbed all of the elements of Canada and now you're just representing them <laughs> all it's together. Like, it's like a Megazord from the um, uh, Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just all, all the provinces combined to form like a doughy woman who likes to write quietly and alone in her flat in Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're like the oh. next Margaret Atwood, but not as problematic. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just as problematic as she is and less rich, yeah. which is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, she's a, she's fucking you know she's like a patriot at UEA she's um she is a, a a saint of this little town it seems like she really likes really? it here so and I can't blame her like I love Norwich Norwich is great that's partly it's why so I haven't cute. left you've seen it I am so I glad you came in October yes so Katie and I we did a, a whole big trip in October I brought my mom and uh Ed my partner over to England and we did like a little family travel and uh, my mom and I went to visit Katie in Norwich, which was really sweet. So we had like a couple of days where we got to just like go around and go to the pub and have like a nice uh, roast dinner. <laughs> we went down the pub. We got to walk through all the beautiful little like canals. We got to look at buildings that were super fucking old. Yeah, um, super old, man. Like think about old. It's older. We did karaoke in a gay bar that was a building from like the 1400s or something like that, wasn't it? The Catherine's yep. Wheel? The Catherine Wheel, yeah. And I, I made yeah. the uh, the owners, two old butch lesbians, absolutely hate me by performing a Kate Bush song. <laughs> they, they, they sat with their hands over their ears. And when I listened back to the video, which should sound horrible, I was like, I'm on key for most of this. You actually totally nailed... Kate Bush. It was quite impressive. I, how? Like, I was doing was... a very elaborate impersonation. 
Yeah, turns out your falsetto it, it, is real, I guess. It's because I'm a dude. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. But it was funny because the karaoke host was like, she signed up to do Kate Bush, and then was just like, uh, the karaoke host was like, I'm just warning you that it's not really like done here. The owners really hate Kate Bush. And Katie was like, I'm doing it anyway. And these two women in the back were just so fucking mad at you. It was really funny. Just sitting there miserable with their hands over their ears. It's like, I love this. This is good. Yeah. This is good, actually. I want to own a tiny room pub where I can just sit at the I owner's table and like. To be in a pub right now. Yeah, I know. I want a miss pub. Oh, I miss pub. <laughs> oh, miss pub. What pub? I don't care. Any pub. Any pub. <laughs> it's that uh, Ed and I were, were talking. It's like, you know, we actually, we cook pretty well at home. And so we're not really missing takeout food all that much. Um, even though we might on the weekend, because we want to obviously keep some of our local businesses somewhat afloat in mm-hmm. dribs and drabs. Um, get some kind of a takeout thing. Uh, but like what we really miss is just like reading a book, but like around other people where you can just hear all the people noise and like, uh, oh yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, oh, I mean, I think everybody is dealing with like a problem with their, um, attention spans right now. Um, but I'm finding reading really, really difficult. Um, I, I read a book that you left me back in October. It was the NK Jemison book, the fifth season. Which I really liked, but I just had a quite a hard time getting through it. It was very bleak. It's, I did too, like in October. It's, it's a very it's quite un a... uh, unvarnished slavery metaphor for the most part. Yes. Uh, it's yeah. very dark. Um, it's and the narrative jumps around written. in time, so it's hard to it's hard to follow a little bit. But yeah, it, is it takes really you like two thirds to three quarters of the way through the book to realize, oh, you're looking at the same person in different timelines. I mean, spoiler alert. Yeah, well, <laughs> for a book whatever. that's been out for a long time. I just like... don't even, like, I love spoilers. Give me spoilers for things. Don't worry about spoiling things for me unless it's something very, very new. Uh, I'm just like, I want to know. I don't like surprises. Mm. Coronavirus was a surprise. Yes, it was. And I don't like that. Don't like it. Not into it. I don't like it. Not into it. Yeah, not just not that interested in it, really, frankly. <sighs> but <laughs> but it's all about, yeah, everyone's, I think, experiencing that sort of weird trauma survival mode Mm-hmm. anxiety thing even if it's just low key it's just like why am i not really able to focus very well why am i not really sleeping as well like mm-hmm, you know i'm coping mm-hmm. fine except for these things and it's like you know it's okay to not be i don't know i've been seeing this a lot like it's okay to not be productive while you're in quarantine right now <laughs> like totally. you're allowed to just exist and like take care of yourself because it's quite hard to do things that require a lot of focus like oh yeah i feel i feel pressure to like be doing live streams and collaborations and music and all kinds of stuff and it's like I don't want to like I haven't I hadn't touched my cello until yesterday your cello for like months you know well I guess a month because I had a jam exactly one month ago and I'm very sad about it it's the last time all my friends came over but aren't you so glad you did it yes it was very wonderful I felt very bad we had a big party at the beginning of March and it was like "Mm, is this like things were kind of coming around, Getting but back, like not yeah. that serious. And we we're just like, oh, we'll just have like a nice, our March jam and blah, blah, blah. And then like a week later, it was like all gatherings need to, you know, people need to isolate. Cease. And I was yeah. like, shit, like if I got, 
if people got sick at my party, I would be so sad Guilty. about it because yeah. like friends have kids and all this kind of stuff. But the two yeah. weeks have passed, and and everybody from that has been fine. So oh, they've well well and truly <laughs> passed. That was but that was the last time I spent time with like more than one or two other people was for my birthday, birthday. back on the first, which. I had an amazing, a difficult and amazing time because it was like I had, um, I'll just name drop people. Was, they're not even going to listen to this, but I, I had Tessa. Tessa was there. She was visiting um, my friends, Becca, Niall, and Rosie, and Hannah, and my That's friend Lily. So, so British. British. Like, I, I keep Becca, telling them they have, Niall, such, Rosie. they have such British names. They're like, I don't understand. That's not how they talk. <laughs> they're, they're not Cockney. <laughs> they're very posh. Um, uh. But like in a fun, cool like champagne socialist way just the way I like them um anyway Mm -hmm. so we all uh I rented this absolutely bonkers um like traditional like row home Airbnb for on in Brighton Beach and it was just so incredible like every room had a weird festival theme there was bright there was like drawings of anime waifus on the wall there was like a shark oh lamp there was uh, a massive mural that went all the way up the spiral staircase there was like five real beds which was fantastic and just like enough toilets that everybody could basically pee at once if they really needed to it not poop like though dream. that's that's a illegal you're not allowed to poop at the vacation house <laughs> uh, but there was okay can i tell you about the bathroom in this place yes of course i mean what else are we gonna do it's, you have to listen to your from, captive audience. Yes, we know now from traveling together how important bathrooms are. And we bathrooms are so that. important, and I did not even know about this. So this is the master bath. It's like on the middle floor. Uh, I didn't even take the master bedroom. I wanted the upstairs. So, uh, But this bathroom had this big low toilet with a Japanese toilet seat attachment that had a big boxy remote control. So you could blast <laughs> your cash like real hard. <laughs> But they also had a squatty potty and they oh. also had a two-person jacuzzi tub and they also had a two-person shower and it also had a steam room. Nice. This was the most insane bathroom I've ever seen. And I'm like, this place is for group sex for sure. <gasps> oh, like, it totally Hundy P, that's what it's for. Um, totally. And yet, you know, we were being very, I want to say conservative in the way that we were partying. But at like 10.30, I got a text from the owner being like, our neighbors are very upset. They say singing is happening. Oh. And we were singing along to the darknesses, I believe in a thing called love, which to be fair, was very annoying. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and people are like, I don't even know what this song is. And, and I it's hate so it. high pitched. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. So I guess everyone was like having orgies, but like quiet orgies. Something like that. that I think in- it's mostly for hen- no singing. hen do's and stag do's. Like every, Where people a, would go out, maybe. Yeah, it's the same goddamn language, but every word is different. And mm-hmm. it's just so silly. I Do like the dishes. Good... Do the washing. Washing up. Mm-hmm. Use your washing, washing up liquid. Up liquid. <laughs> like it's fucking dish soap, bruv. <laughs> fairy liquid. Fairy liquid. <laughs> it's fucking dish soap, bruv. <laughs> Shouldn't put my hand yeah. up in my face. We wound up uh, part of the trip in October... Um, I went to Spain for a little bit and then came back and then all of us went up to Scotland um, and I rented a little Airbnb that I thought would have enough sort of separate space for everybody and it turned out it was like a little bit smaller than we thought and it had like a weird bunk bed above the room so you had to like share a room with my mom and then the bathroom was the most absurd bathroom that ever 
could be. I could not sit on the toilet and eliminate in any capacity because I could not close the door. Yeah. And it was so like, small. The, to- the toilet was like raised high. Like I couldn't even sit on it. I had to. I had to clamber. I had to use, like, the garbage can to, like, vault myself onto the toilet and then brace my feet against the door. (laughs) You had to (laughs) self-yeet. I keep walking away to check on my food, so it's gonna, you're gonna have some, like, distant echoes of my voice. I don't care. On the recording. Yeah. This is probably, it's probably not gonna sound good, but, you know, for the six people who listen, it'll be nice. Mm Hi, Every uh, podcast that I'm listening to sounds like this right now. <laughs> no kidding. I was just like, who should we say hi to? Meredith? Uh, hi, Meredith. I hope you're okay. Uh, who else? Uh, Katya. Katya. Uh, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. I keep I keep trying to call Laura Ashley because that's like very close to her Instagram name. And I'm like, her name's uh. not Ashley. It's Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I always think her name is Ashley? Yeah, but hi Ashley. Ashley might hi. listen to this as well. I don't even I don't even know which Ashley. If it's the Ashley that bullied me in elementary school, fuck you, Ashley. No, the Ashley that was on this podcast, the political animal. Oh yeah, no, for sure. She's cool. But she'll, she'll but, listen to it. But this. eat my shit, Ashley Kobasic. Oh, just really. Do I have to bleep that? <laughs> no. No, she knows what she did. We're we're just airing all the grudges. Every it's, grievance. It's the end times now. It's April April first. Like just let it all out. Mm-hmm. Just let it all out. Like a like a fart that you've been holding all March. Oh my god, that's horrid. <laughs> Basically, how so? The last time I touched a human person was the fourteenth, and that was Katya was visiting mm-hmm. between like the tenth to the fourteenth of of March, and it was incredible. Like I, I mean, like touching another person, it's electric. It's amazing. Um, we actually went to the cinema and saw a film, uh, oh. and went to a pub uh, and I was like, this is probably a bad idea and we probably shouldn't be doing this, but I also kind of knew in my heart of hearts, it would be the last time I would get to do it for a while. Oh. So, and I didn't get coronavirus from it, so I have not learned any lessons. <laughs> but I mean, the last movie I saw in the cinema was Emma, the new Emma. And I'm like, is that the one I really want it to be? Cause before that it was Parasite. Ah, just Which pretend was, that you didn't yeah. see Emma, I guess. No, I mean, I liked it. It was pretty good. I would watch it a hundred times if I could go sit in a cinema with other people now. right now. Like, nice. I was just thinking back to like a few months ago when I went and saw Jojo Rabbit by myself. Um, mm. Normally, you know, I'm a very solitary person in a lot of ways. I like to see movies by myself. I like to get meals by myself. But I like to, you know, sit apart from other people and not have other people get into my space. But it was just packed. It was a totally packed house in this like guy who's probably just a little younger than my dad was also seeing it by himself and he sat down next to me and it was just like our arms kind of mushed into each other and I (laughs) remember thinking at first like oh man and then as it went on I was like this is kind of nice actually (laughs) it's like we're seeing this together and we're like having this kind of emotional experience with this film together which was a nice little vibe that's a nice vibe I'm very sweet I don't know if you know this about me it's we're gonna do that Regina Spector song where she says like I went to a protest just to rub up against strangers. Love to rub, <laughs> just love to rub, man. Everything, everything sounds so tempting right now. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I, refill my wine, so you have to vamp for a bit. Yeah, I had I can tell you about my dream that I had last night. Please <laughs> tell me about being, your dream. People being apart from each other. I just like I just imagine being like back in school again and like I was taking an acting class where we all had to like do contact improv. 
Oh, no! <laughs> We're basically like everyone's just like writhing on each other, you know. And the uh, the teacher of the class was Chris Evans. <laughs> Like, as in Captain America, Captain America, Chris Evans. And, oh wow! Uh, and at the end of the at the end of the class, um, I stayed behind and I thanked him and he said that I was his favorite student and then he kissed me on the mouth. It was wonderful. And how about the dream you had the night before? Which all of your dreams are very touch themed, very social distancing and failures thereof themed. Uh, what did I? You have? went to a gallery. Oh yeah, it was like I was in a super crowded museum, and it was like, it was kind of like the experience music project type of museum, where it's like everything was like flashing lights and crazy colors and weird architecture, and it was just absolutely packed with people, so it was like this weird psychedelic disco-y dream, but I was so nervous, because I was like, there's so many people here, and I had to, I like went to the manager's office to complain. <laughs> That there were too many people in the museum. Chris Becky and, Jeppa or Chris Karen Jeppa. I know. It's very, ugh, that's a bad side of me. I'm not really a complaint to the manager type at all. But uh, then everyone in the manager's office were, for some reason, like real life people, but they were talking about characters on this podcast that I like as if they were real people. And it was very strange. Okay. Was, yeah. So I don't know. I'm having lots of crazy vivid dreams. It feels like my brain is like, extremely defragging right now. Mm, that's interesting. Where it's just like I'm I'm not taking in enough things so now all the stuff that was just in my mind is just like busting out and oh, like combining wow. into these crazy combinations. So I think I'm going to I've got lots of songs in my head and stuff so stuff Damn. is bubbling out because I'm not putting things in as much. That's like really insightful though to because mm. like there's nothing coming in. I've been Thank I you. Was, I'm very insightful. You're welcome. Uh I uh I posted a blog. Uh, I didn't like post it on Facebook, so I just like put it up on this site that I have been using so irregularly since 2011 or something like that. And um, yeah, so I posted uh, just a just a blog about loneliness and being in solitude and and how that feels and that kind of thing. And I just like for me to find out that this isn't. I mean, it's a difficult time. I'm very lonely, obviously, but it's not super unpleasant at the same time if that makes sense like it can be both like really bad and also kind of fine yeah uh, and that i i find myself very entertaining which i think everybody has always known forever uh, <laughs> but, but you like, haven't really had a lot of like alone time really no i haven't been so it's kind of a new experience no i, I spent a ton of time alone as a kid i was like oh. that was that was socially isolated uh in the non-governmentally sponsored way uh, and just that I just had a really hard time making friends. Uh, and so that was like a very profound and painful loneliness. Whereas this one is just sort of gently aching, which is mm. quite tolerable. I think as a, as an artistic person that just feels like fodder. Um, but, uh, I mean, at the same time, it's also kind of fun because I really have no responsibilities other than like getting some of my schoolwork done. So it's almost like a vacation for me, which like is, is me very, uh, like lucky me that that's the situation that I'm in because I think a lot of people are not being pleasantly distracted by the work that they have to do from home, but they're frustrated and mm -hmm. just like not focused and not wanting to do it. Um, part of me, which was, I still had some firm deadlines to work with other than just some ones very far in the distance. But you know, I, I, I'm very good at establishing some kind of, uh, necessary routine in my life. Um, 
I'm just, yeah. So I'm, I'm having an okay time. You know, I'm all right. Uh, it sucks. I want to French kiss everyone I've ever known uh, that isn't family or disgusting. Uh, and then I want to <laughs> hug the people who are family and or disgusting. <laughs> just no no tongue swapping. No tongues, just hugs. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I, at this point, I think a hug from a stranger would probably make me cry. Oh. You know what I, I mean? Like a, just... I hugged a tree the other day and it felt really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I um, had this, my in-laws gave me a hundred pound Waterstones gift card for my birthday, which was absurdly generous of them. Um, and I was thinking to myself, I better fucking spend this on the online store before I have to like motor home and I can't get anything from Waterstones ever again. So mm-hmm. I ordered a bunch of stuff, but one of the things that I, I almost ordered like a stuffed animal. Oh. Because I was like... <laughs> I left Spot at home because I'm 35 year old lady and I don't need no stuffed animals no more. You didn't bring it with you? I thought that you would have. Him. He's a man. Sorry. (laughs) My stuffed dog has a gender and he's a boy. He is is like a grown man now because he's like also 35. He's older than I am. You know, he's older than, he's like 45. He was my cousin Scott's before he was mine. So. Yeah, he's yeah. I thought you were going to say you were going to order a body pillow or something like that. No, 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 not quite that bad. If I just wanted a pillow, I mean, I have more pillows than I need because I bought way too many pillows when I moved in. I was like, I don't know how many pillows I need. I don't know. And it turned out I bought more. In England, I might need seven pillows. <laughs> I think I have seven pillows because I brought a pillow with me and then I'm like, this pillow is not that comfortable. So I bought like another main pillow. And then I was like, well, I need two support pillows, one for my knees and one to hug. Uh, and so three pillows for the bed, but if I'm going to have people, like people staying over, I assumed like I would have Tessa staying with me, which I did. Uh, then I need another pillow. Uh, and then I was like, what if I have guests also? So I was like, I have to have two more pillows. And I was like, all these pillows suck. And I need ones. These can be the couch pillows. And then I'll have other pillows in case I have guests, which I never have. So great story about pillows that I own (laughs) that I will just have to try to give away to a shelter kind of like obliquely as I leave like I'm starting to think that I won't be able to get rid of any of my shit before I move like oh that's a real fucking kick in the dick yeah I'm gonna have to like just bag everything up and be like just please take this to be donated I'm sorry but there's nothing I can do like there's literally nothing I can do I can't I can't like go to no my my feeling is Wow, it's very smart and cool of you to know that it was Gumtree and not Craigslist. You are so I lived in, with it. I lived in Scotland. It's very... I miss Craigslist. There's something about it that's just purer in its filthiness um, <laughs> than Gumtree. But uh, anyway, the... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I was like, I can sell my TV and I can sell my poang probably, but everything else I'm just going to have to give away to people who live in my building. I'm on a mm-hmm. Facebook group with everybody who's like Grovner House residents. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just as annoying as you would expect. A lot of people being like, oh, you don't use the bins, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, any any like neighbor thing is like going to be a little Yeah, it's bit like annoying. next door, but even shittier. Uh, <laughs> so condensed. It, yeah, exactly. So I kind of think I can just go on there and be like, who needs a spice cupboard? Because yeah. I have well, many spices, much of which you know, are still full. There's a, like, whoever the letting agent is for this place, you could say, hey, give me back more of a deposit and I'll leave all the furniture and now you have a furnished apartment to rent out. Well, it was furnished when I got here, but I've definitely purchased more things to make it more homey. Um, Gotcha. But I'm kind of, I sort of feel like the additional furniture, none of it was expensive other than the television. Um, 
who cares really i mean none of <laughs> things things don't really matter at this point with everything that's going on it's it's hard to uh I know. it's hard I'm, to feel I'm like... digging i'm digging into this now because i'm just like ooh, a practical issue that maybe we can problem solve well, yeah, something exactly. that is slightly in our control shit <sighs> i just yeah like i cannot make myself go home because i know it means 12 or not 12 it means two weeks indoors yeah um I mean, I guess I could go, if I went to my parents, I could stand, like, in their little postage stamp of a backyard. Um, but, uh, I mean, here I can go for... You also don't get your parents sick. Well, no, that's the other thing is, because if I go and stay there, I have to stay away from them. I have to, like, just mm-hmm. be in the basement for two weeks, because then they won't yeah. be allowed to leave the house, and I don't know how well we'll be able to stick to that. So, so my feeling is, like, I'll just ride this out as long as I can here. Um, I'd still fully expect to have to do two weeks of quarantine when I get back, and that's just fine. I just hope that I'm able to prepare better for that than some people were given the mm-hmm. opportunity to. Um, and it's cool. Like, I'm, I am learning the value of surrender in this situation. Like, I'm listening to a lot of uh, guided meditation tapes in that vein. You know, just thanks, Sarah Blondin. That's my recommendation to people. If they have Insight Timer, the app, or YouTube, or whatever she's using, uh, Sarah Blondin is an amazing guided meditations practitioner. Really, really good. Oh, cool. So just throw that out there. Um, but yeah, just like whole, the whole thing being like man plans, God laughs. Yeah. Everybody's having a tough time right now. And the fact that everybody's yeah. having a tough time helps me process it better. Not because I'm like, haha, fuck you all. You're also suffering. But it feels a lot less like I'm just unlucky. I don't mm-hmm. really, because I feel like I'm a lucky person. I just have maybe had some bad timing. Yep. And it's okay, like, to grieve the things that may not even seem like they were that big of a deal, or maybe they're something that you feel guilty about or privileged about. Um, but still, you know, your if your plans were canceled or interrupted or whatever, it's still okay to mourn them. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about ticked. our plans. Yeah. You're oh, pretty what? Oh, let's talk about our plans. Yeah. So, uh, you said that maybe having guests, I was planning to be one of those guests. So basically as soon as I got back from England, the first time I was like, I want to come back just by myself. I want to do some, uh, traveling just with Katie. And we started planning our like ultimate, dream trip basically we have a few different locations that we want to go to but this was going to be like the be all end all like let's do this like classy bitches we were gonna go to italy i was gonna be flying to italy like today or like the moon was gonna hit our eye like a big pizza pie oh it was gonna be such a more a more for sure it was going to be a more and then it's not a more it's like Hang on, I haven't been practicing my Italian since everything, since the dream died. (laughs) Well, yeah, so, like, we both were on Duolingo for months, like, practicing our Italian, and now I can't even look at that little owl without feeling sad. Spiacente. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Nessun problema. (laughs) Prego. Yeah, so it was very, so we basically, like, uh, bought our flights from England into Pisa. We were going to go to the Leaning Tower. We were going to get a picture of Katie holding it up because she's so strong. Holding it up like it was my penis. Yes, It was definitely. my big building penis. And you're going to be like, look at it. I'll hold it up for you. <laughs> I wanted to get a picture of me like being crushed by it a little bit. That was going to be Oh, fun. I'm so small. <laughs> 
And then we we found this absolutely beautiful farmhouse that we were going to stay at. We were going to where were we going to go? Is Luca? We were going to go to Luca. Yeah. And so that it's like half an hour uh, away from Pisa and an hour away from Florence or something like that. So mm-hmm. all of the stuff we wanted to see was all going to be in the in the whole area, like in that region. And we were going to go to Florence for Easter. And now Catholic Easter is just canceled, which it's is just so... no more Easter. Jesus is not coming back to life this year. No, <laughs> ten more weeks of spring. Ten, ten more weeks of no God. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite 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 thing to come out of this is the pope saying to people like you don't need to come to confession you can just like commune directly with god and it's like martin luther just here with his 99 treaties like what the fuck bitch he's just spinning 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 around in his crypt or whatever like it was just that easy <laughs> but all like, there had to yeah. be was another pandemic you figure italy would have like dealt with this by now because they're, well, yeah, they're like, like oh they're... we got we having a plague They've had so many plagues, and it never it never made uh, priests be irrelevant before, but now they are. <laughs> like, the Pope is irrelevant. It's so funny. Uh, I'm me. the Pope, and I'm irrelevant. I'm going to go uh, get, it, get it wet. <laughs> <laughs> He's an old, old man. <laughs> hey, you got to make up for the last time. He's not Italian. He is South American, and I am He's not going to do that accent. <laughs> But like it's it's so funny to me. Like this pope has to be so woke, I guess. <laughs> like he can't just he can't just say to people like, "No, you still have to come and gather" because oh. it would be massively irresponsible and a whole bunch of people would die and then they'd lose all the Catholics and they got to keep that you keep can't the numbers do up. That. Yeah. You just can't. <laughs> so. Then you have to like have just Catholics fucking and that's a bad scene. <laughs> so I'm told. But, but I just, yeah, I thought that was extremely funny. But I really was looking forward to, like, going into a cathedral for Easter and, like, watching the whole big processional that they do in Florence where they, mm-hmm. like, send a dove full of dynamite down into, like, a, a giant, like, a, a altar piece what? in the middle of the square outside the cathedral. What? I'm explaining what? it. What? I'm explaining it. They take, like, I'm, a arc. I'm hyping you. <laughs> they take, what? like, a big... <laughs> They take, like, a big Ark of the Covenant type thing and, like, walk it, march it through the square, and then everyone gathers around, and then somebody in a building somewhere has, like, a dove, like, a, a clay pigeon, like, not a real bird that they stole. Okay, this, is, this is why I was saying what so hard. Okay. okay, I see where the confusion is. I don't know if it's confusion no. so much as concern for the dove. No, fake bird, fake bird, full of dynamite. <laughs> Uh, light it on fire, send it shooting to the Ark of the Covenant, and hopefully it catches and it blasts a whole bunch of fireworks everywhere, and then everyone goes, ah! Hoppa! It's pretty cool. I, I watched it's a amazing. video of it, and I was getting really fucking hyped for that. <laughs> I want to be sinking my teeth into some pizza right now, and I'm furious mm-hmm. that I'm not. I'm making Toddig, though, or at least I'm trying to. Ooh, so tell that's me something. about that. A little bottom-of-the-pot business. Um... Mm-hmm. Just, crispy uh, rice goodness yeah i accidentally bought paella rice that's not what i'm using to make this but i was like well now i have to make paella i guess uh paella. although i don't i don't really like seafood well, I, i'm sorry to like blow myself up like this but i don't really like seafood ultimately i've realized this uh, about oh. myself recently i'm like i like salmon i like some white fishes i like shrimps i don't really like anything else not into scallops not into like clams 
Don't mind a so lobster. Shellfish. Don't mind a don't mind a crab. But like, yeah, I'm not a bivalve person, and I'm not like a. I don't just like. I wouldn't. Really That's a lot order of seafood fish. that you do like, though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I don't like. Uh, I don't like it mixed with other stuff. I kind of want it to just mm. be on its own. So I like it sushi or something. But um, oh, yeah, for yeah. paella, I thought I've got some chicken and I've got some little bit of like pork sausage. So I thought maybe I would make like a a bastard paella, and that nice. would be really good. So I have saffron. Um, and I was like, I've always been very curious about tautic. Um I would like to eat it. I've never had it. So why don't I try to make it? Because I've got a lot of basmati rice and a lot of time. Yeah. So <laughs> so now you're just babysitting a pot and like trying to burn the rice, sort of, but just, just a make little. a nice crispy shell. I have no that idea. You then if turn out and... It smells magnificent. I also made that doll you like. Nice. That's, that gum mm. you like is going to come back in style. That doll you like is going to be on my stove. Oh, um, I really like your cooking a lot. <laughs> I'm a, such a good. I'm a, such a good cook. I. Uh, I don't really want to go home, but I do miss my instant pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and weed being legal. Yeah. I've I'm made really... do. <laughs> In super, super legal ways that are totally fine and not bad. Excellent. And there's lots and lots of cheap wine at Tesco, so you can just supplement. Oh, yeah. I mean, if this was a video podcast, I'd just hold up my box of wine right now. Um, I was I was on a Zoom chat with a bunch of coworkers. We did, like, a Friday happy hour. <laughs> and I was sitting where I am here in my studio with my, like, little diffuser background and stuff, and I kept just, like, hauling a box of wine across the screen to refill my glass. And, like, it was people happy really... hour. People weren't really noticing until one person did. They were like, Chris, is that a box of rosé? I'm like, yes, I have four more downstairs. It's like, excuse me, we're in a crisis. Uh, What am I supposed to have if not bulk wine? I'm not stockpiling much, but I'm stockpiling (laughs) rosé. I mean, I got like a lot of bog roll right now. um, But I think that's just because the panic hit North America and Australia before it hit here in terms of Mm. panic buying. Like people were buying a lot of things. But... The real panic didn't start till like two weeks ago. So I, I had right, the opportunity so to, to like do up. one really big Sainsbury's order and have them come to me. Now it's all like you can't get an order unless you are elderly or disabled or immunocompromised or something like that. You have to just go to the store, which kind of sucks, mm-hmm. but I get it. Um, I think it makes sense. It's just shitty yeah. for those of us who would prefer to have, you know, six liters of sparkling water delivered rather than carry it. Yeah, that's true. You need like a, a little problem. wagon. I need a, a little, little wagon. wagon. I need a little wagon. Instead <laughs> of just take my, I take my rucksack, don't I? And I just pack <laughs> it up. All the words now. are different. All the words are just a little bit different. Um, and they don't have Ziploc bags here. Like they have zipper bags, but they're all store brand. Like they don't have Ziploc branded items, which is a weird thing to notice. But turns out I really rely on them bags. And not just for <laughs> holding my, my weed. <laughs> Although that is a big part of it. Pretty good. Uh-huh. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, well, speaking of store supplies, it's been a week since I've been to the grocery store. And so I'm going to go out and venture <gasps> into the world for a bit. <gasps> I'm going to. So this might be my last. <laughs> this may be <laughs> last my last transmission. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... It's uh, Donald's is extremely well stocked. Donald's market. That's and they have... so comforting to hear. Yeah, there's so much fresh food that, like, needs to be eaten. So, like, I really hope that they've got, like, a way to get some of the produce to other places because there's just, like, all of the local farms that can't distribute to restaurants Mm -hmm. or, like, offloading to Donald's. So there's just, like, tons of shit. For sure. I, um, 
and they've they've lined it up so that only like ten people can be in the store at once. So it's mm-hmm. like very pleasant to be in Donald's Market, right? Much now. more so than usual. Yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. that's what they're doing with the with the supermarkets here. But I have like two kind of express stores near me. I have like a Tesco Express, and I have the Budgeons, which is just like a Max or a Seven Eleven. And not a lot of fresh food at those two, uh, but yeah. they're way less populous. So those are the places I feel safer dipping into. So I'm trying to just, I'm trying to keep a big shop to like less than once a week because I'm just one person. So I can make stuff last, but you can't really make fresh food last that long. You know, milk goes bad, etc. So yeah, I'm having to buy filtered milk because it lasts longer because everything is like, like eggs and whole milk and stuff here. They don't last very long because they're really fresh and they don't have like mm-hmm. all the coatings and I don't know, pasteurization. I'm sure it's pasteurized, but like, yeah, yeah. Whole, whole milk was bad fast. There have been a lot of ruined cups of coffee for me this year. Oh no. That's just so like, sad. Oh, it's chunky. It was oh, fine yeah. yesterday. That's true. I remember that in Scotland, I used to go through way more milk cause I just like, it would just go bad really fast. Yeah. It's a weird <laughs> thing, but yeah. well, if you got to go shopping and I got to check my shit, make sure that it's not burnt or mm-hmm. not cooked You've got at another- all. You're already scheduled for another call, so... It's actually a work call, if you would imagine, from my old job, which is... I don't have to do work-related. So I was like, I want you to know that I'm going to be drunk, and I'm not going to talk about work, and I'm going to derail the conversation. They're like, good, we just want to talk to you. We miss you. It's like Alice and and, and Carolyn and, and Christina and all that, the other Christina, oh. with no H. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm. <laughs> but so it's like a coworker catch-up kind of thing. Exactly. It's not like someone being like... Are you ready to come back to work in October? I'll be like, I don't know if, this, if there's a job, maybe. <laughs> oh God! We'll don't... If there's a world, yeah, there will be. Don't... I mean, this is all going to be—it's all going to be fine for anyone who is not immunocompromised or very elderly, exactly. which—and it sucks for them. Yeah, I want to protect those people so much. So yeah. just trying to do our part. Stay all inside. Existent life is sacred and precious and beautiful and we should do what we can to protect it but i also really want to hug my friends yes (laughs) that is the message of this little edition of the podcasto yeah Uh, i don't think we're going to start up like full-time again but nah nah because we don't really have that much to say but we have a little bit to say so maybe just Just a few quarantino episodes some little tent in quarantino (laughs) <laughs> if anyone else wants to dip in for like a quick chat, we could probably make that Ooh, happen. I bet as you well. Katcha does. She bought yeah. a little microphone. She's doing Zoom music lessons to pay her bills right now. So oh, that's good. She, she, if she yeah, has man. a Venmo or something, I could set that up and have people donate to her. Yeah, totally. Oh man, <sighs> it's a well, tough, I... tough tack out there for violists right now. Yeah, all yeah. Of my musician friends basically are just like broke, poor, totally. no job. Totally. Well, we love all of very... you. Yes, we love all of you very, very, very much. And... Everyone who's listening to this, unless it's like the ghost of Hitler. <laughs> and if so, get the fuck off of here. We don't like you yeah. or your mustache. Or your policies. Fuck you. <laughs> good good addition there, Katie. <laughs> also want to be clear, I don't like Hitler's policies. <laughs> They're bad. Jesus Christ. Okay, I all love right. you, well, I, guess, I love you, I guess... and I love you. I love you. Did you point to your wine when you said I love you? No, I pointed at my microphone as if to say it to the people who are listening. Oh, that's very sweet. Okay. 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 Love you guys all very much, Mwah. and we'll see you again some other time on the Sea okay. Hags podcast. Bye. Okay.